Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. For the next 20 minutes, let me share this with you. The secret place is where the Father is. He's there. For all the visitors, we've been sharing this for about 15 services now. The Father is in your secret place. Before you were even born, he established his throne in your heart. That's why you can even hear right from wrong before you ever pray. You can hear right from wrong before you're saved. You can hear right from wrong before you read any scripture in your life. Because your father is in the secret place. The father is the initiator. He's the beginner. He's the creator. He's alpha. He's the one that starts life. He begins your life with himself. He establishes his throne in your secret place. And then he created you before I formed you in the belly. I already knew you. So you hear God. I know we say something told me not to do that or something said that, but that is the voice of the Father God. Somebody say, I hear him. He will not create any being that cannot hear him. We explained it all throughout this series how even the animals can hear him. How did they come to Noah's ark? On cue, even the winds and the seas obey him. He was asleep on a boat, but he woke up and said, chill. Okay, he said, peace be still. And all, y'all was like, no, he didn't. He said, peace be still. And the winds and the waves stopped to the point where his homies that was hanging with him every day were confused and said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the seas, he can speak to that? So God can speak to all of these things, but not you? No, he's speaking to you. Are you ignoring him? That's the question. The father always leads you to the son. Jesus said, no man comes to me except the father draws him. So God is in you, speaking to you, even as a child. Right? This is why children can lie or children can sneak, not because they want to do wrong only, but they sneak to do wrong because they hear what is right. Do you hear me? I didn't say they just do wrong. They sneak to do it because they hear in their secret place their father God saying that ain't right. Even at two years old, one year old, whenever they can comprehend, whenever their consciousness meets the secret place where God is, whenever they're aware and they can understand this thing called life and existence, God is speaking and communicating with them. He gives you the beginning stages of moral law and boundaries. Mm. He gives you the moral laws. Everybody has, it's, it's, they say people are psycho that can stab somebody to death. Because it's not natural for you to continue to harm another human being. Because the Father established moral code in all of us. If the scriptures never said, thou shalt not kill, is written in our hearts. There's a human moral code that God has encrypted, I feel something, in all of us. Are you hearing me? So God has given us moral code. He's given us moral boundaries. He's given us, and then he's always pushing us to Christ. Why do we need Christ if I can already hear God? Because Christ is the way. He's the door. He allows us to have a relationship with the voice we hear. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Just because you hear him don't mean you got a relationship with him. It got quiet at least. You hear your teacher and your professors, but that don't mean you know them. You don't even know their they first name or their middle name. You, just because you hear them and you can follow their instruction doesn't mean you have. 
So you got to go through Jesus to have a relationship with me because you got to handle this sin issue. <laughs> and it's funny to me how people don't love or receive Jesus because they know they hear God. So that's where you get all the five percenters. That's where you get all these other religions because they hear the father. But they don't follow his drawing to the son because they don't want to deal with their mess. It got quiet at live and everybody was here a minute ago. Anytime you don't want to believe that your lifestyle is wrong, you don't want to deal with Jesus. It's called having a form of godliness, but denying the son, I mean the power thereof. Everybody looks like God. He made us in his image. Everybody looks like God. He made us in his likeness, but it doesn't mean you have a relationship unless you go through his. Just because you hear the voice of God don't mean you good. And people in the streets crack me up. I got God. I know God. God. Well, what about Jesus, man? I'm telling you, man. They do them. They don't recognize Jesus. But they're so strong in their delusion of righteousness. God draws you to Jesus, exposes you to Jesus, engages how he will handle you based on how you respond to his son. This is... We've been talking since you was two, three. Okay, now you about five, seven. Okay, now you 10, 12. Jesus, what you're doing is sin. The wages of sin is death, but you ain't got to pay that. My son paid that. If you receive him, me and you are good. Depending on how you respond to his son will determine how the father deals with you from that moment. Receiving his son enables the spirit to now fill you because he is the way God Jesus is the access to relationship with God once we have relationship with God the spirit fills us and now we have the want to we have the desire we have the energy we have the thoughts we have his spirit we have his ways the spirit gives us the want to gives us the wisdom gives us the how to's are y'all hearing what I'm saying the secret place is where God is, no matter where you're at in life. The secret place is also the place where you, come here, Tim, stay, keep the light like this. Come here, Tim. Just get in the light, my friend. The secret place is where you wrestle with God, where your ways tries to go against his ways. You remember Jacob? The Bible, the Bible says Jacob was left alone and there he wrestled. He wrestled an angel. And he said, the angel said, let me go for the daybreak. He said, I won't let you go until you bless my soul. Is anybody like that this morning? I'm not going home this Sunday morning until God blesses my soul. This is the place Hallelujah. where your thoughts wrestle his thoughts. For we wrestle, I like the word wrestle. Yeah. It's not a fight, it's not jab for jab. Mm -hmm. It's an intertwining. Mm -hmm. You don't know where his hand begins and where mine ends. Because one is supposed to submit to the other. So there's a wrestle, there's a constant wrestle. And the Lord told me this week, and I'm going to share it with you. He said, Ty, make this a September to remember. He said, make it a September to remember. And the only way you could do that is making this the September you surrender.
There are new levels. You can raise the lights. With your name on it. But you cannot access it until you surrender. No, you can leave it up. Thank you so much. We had enough production today, I guess. This is the September to surrender. <laughs> this is the last month before the last quarter. October starts the last quarter of 20. It's about to be 2020. It's almost the fourth quarter. How will you set it up? How will you set up your last quarter? The Lord told me to call all those who will on a surrender journey with me. Consecration, fast, whatever you want to call it, self-denial. I knew it would get quiet. That's why I'm glad we did all that. There is no walk with God unless you surrender. If any will come after me, let him deny. So you're not following Christ if you're not denying yourself. If you're going to follow me, deny yourself. Take up your cross. That's almost the same thing. Denying yourself. The cross represents suffering. It, it hurts, to, it hurts to, 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 to deny what you really want and like. <laughs> uh, the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Affliction is not just pain and, 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 and you know, bodily dysfunctions. Affliction means a suffering of the soul. It means mental anguish. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, not of the sinners, of the righteous. The righteous goes through many soul sufferings because there's so much denial that we have to face and conquer. There's so much, no, I'm not going. That hurts. Okay, maybe it don't hurt you. If it's not a sacrifice to you, that's not what he's requiring. This is the September to surrender. God was dealing with me this week. Promise I'm not going to be long. My wife told me to stop saying that. God was dealing with me this week. And he brought me to the scripture now. Elkanah was a priest, a high priest, who offered sacrifices in the temple. We were talking about the temple last week. I ain't going to go there because I felt like that was an in-depth study that we'll do on the side. Elkanah was a priest who offered sacrifices every year in the temple of God. Follow me and stay with me, y'all. Y'all with me? Thank you so much. He had two wives, Hannah and Penina, Penina, Penina. Something like that. <laughs> Panina had kids. She was fruitful. Hannah was barren. The Lord shut her womb. Elkanah would go and offer sacrifices. The animals, they would kill the animals and all that. He would give a nice portion to Panina and her kids. That's my kids. But to Hannah, he gave a worthy portion. He gave her much more, for he loved her. Panina, Panina, <laughs> P. Diddy, she, <laughs> she noticed the scales of favor leaning in Hannah's direction. She didn't say nothing to Elkanah about why you giving her so much. Because she knew Elkanah loved Hannah. Even though I got your kids, you love her. So what Penina did was she mocked Hannah. Oh, he blessed, didn't he? Oh, hu hubby blessed you. That looks so good. You can't have no kids, though. Y'all so happy. I Girl, you know he's in love with you. You can't have no kids, though. Yeah, shade room. She kept throwing shade and it vexed Hannah. 
Hannah was like, she got all the love from her husband. But it seemed like the love wasn't enough because people were talking. Your father loves you. God loves you. He wants you to live for him. But there's so many other conversations. God don't seem like he's enough. Okay. The husband came to her and said, why are you crying? Let's go to the scripture. The first one. Quickly, please. Thank you. Then Elkanah then, then said Elkanah, her husband, to her, Hannah, why are you crying? And why aren't you eating? I done brought all this sacrifice. You got more than anybody at the table. How are you not eating? Why are you grieved? I love you. I provide for you. I gave you all this bread. They got this. You got that. And you're crying. I blessed you. And you're crying. I healed you. And you're crying. I make ways for you. And you're complaining. Come on, Liv. God is like, I don't understand. This is what God has been. I don't even know what this is. I don't want to say tormenting. But. Uh, renewing in my mind every 37 seconds of the day since Wednesday. The voice of God tells me, am I not better? I mean, dot, 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 but I'll finish the scripture. Am I not better to you than 10 sons? You're crying over what I'm not allowing you to have. But what I am allowing you to have is so much more. So as we approach this theme of surrender, let that permeate in your head. Am I not better than whatever you have to give up? Come on, y'all. What if I gave you Everything you wanted. Big house, big car. Husband, faithful husband. <laughs> Let me say that again. Faithful husband. Loyal woman. Fellas, y'all got quiet. Loyal woman. What if I gave you everything? I don't know what you want. 700 billion, quadrillion, million dollars. Whoa, in your account right now. Boom, I just cash app you. What if I gave you everything you want? Your body is healed. Boom. Your mind, boom, your family is healed. What if I, what if I gave you everything? You're just a perfect beam of light in Orlando. You ain't got to do your lashes. I just command your lashes to be on fleek. <laughs> what if God gave you everything you could ever want or imagine? Is he not still better? Oh, oh. Isn't he still better than everything you could ever want? So to put off honoring him, to focus on you want, on what you want, is saying that he's not. Surrender. Right now, we all know what we should surrender on the first le level, layer. You already got someone in your head like, ah, all right, let me chill on that. Right. The fact that we indulge in that is saying that he's not better. She, he didn't say, do you understand? If, if the woman would have had one son, which she did later, Samuel. If the woman would have had one son, she would have, uh, and she had more kids, I, I believe, I'm not sure. One kid, she would have lost her mind and just went to heaven. Right? It wasn't even about the kid, it was about having one. Because she said, if I have it, I'm going to give them back to you. She had them and just gave them to, gave them to Eli. If she had one son, she went, he exaggerated. Am I not better than 10? If you had one house, you would, what if you had 10? I'm still better. Uh, so I deserve more attention. So seek ye first. I deserve more attention than whatever is taking mine. Because I'm better than what you're focusing on. It got quiet to my right. Let me go to my left. Anybody over here going to keep it real with me? No. The next time you want to indulge in a lower level lifestyle, 
Just say, am I not better? Just hear him. Am I not better than this? No, go ahead, 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 go ahead. Do what you want to do. But am I, I'm, so I'm not better than her. I, I'm not better than him. I'm not better than the, the drug or that. I'm, I'm not better than this experience. Okay, okay, okay. Check your experience against his existence. And weigh it. I want to do something in this moment, but is this better than him or is he still better than this? It's so simple. You can't miss this sermon. Maybe you're quiet because you're like, we got it. We got it. But I'm going to keep digging because I don't assume that you got it. I want you to hear, am I not better than this? Am I not better? Am I not better? Am I not? We, we go through breakups and we break down. They should call them breakdowns. What happened? I just broke down with my girlfriend. It should be breakdown. And God is looking at you crying like, am I not? I know this ain't going to get too many hand claps. That's why I'm, let me move it quickly. Let me move it quickly. Look at your neighbor and say, is he not better? So now we go to this. We're talking about surrendering. Jesus, this rich young ruler, comes to Jesus and says, good teacher, what must I do to inherit the kingdom of heaven or to inherit eternal life, actually? He said... All right, you know the law. Don't commit adultery. Don't lie. Don't steal. Don't. He went through the commandments. He said, oh, 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 oh. I've done all that since my youth. All right, all right, all right. Well, there's still one thing missing. Because he looked right in his secret place. And he saw that pride. And he saw what he loved more than him. You feel me? He went in his secret place and examined the room and said, oh, you got a lot of things up in here that you love way more than me. You got me in a little back room and you got all your stuff in the big room. Why you got things in the master bedroom where I should be? Y'all quiet. <laughs> Actually, but who's in your master room? Let me rephrase that. Who's in your master's room? Ooh, y'all quiet for some reason. What's wrong? What's wrong with y'all today? Ask your neighbor who's in your master's room. He said, okay, you keeping the law and you think you, okay, okay. Just because you keep the law don't mean you love me. Obedience do not equal love. You got to obey the cops. That don't mean you love them. I just don't want to go to jail today or tomorrow. But that don't mean I love the cops. But I obey the speed limit because I want to avoid consequence. That's not love. So just because you can keep certain laws of God don't mean you love them. He said, okay, one thing is missing. Sell all you have and give to the poor. Then come follow me. Wow, wow, let's go backwards. Let's go backwards. Let's go backwards. Let's go backwards. Come follow me. He got an invitation to follow Jesus. Oh, hold on, let me rephrase that. Thaddeus didn't go to the boy. Thomas didn't go to him. Peter didn't go to him. Who are the other disciples? Okay. Matthew didn't go to him. Luke didn't go to him. John didn't go to him. Jesus gave him a personal invitation to follow him. That's amazing. He says, give all you have to the poor. <sighs> That's not the funnest thing to do. But first he said, sell. Yeah, you're supposed to benefit from your surrender. Sell, not give up. Sell. That means I'm getting something out of this sacrifice. It got quiet over here. Sell. I might not be.
be doing what everybody else is doing, but I'm getting something out of this sacrifice. Sell! The Bible says he walked away sad. For he had much possessions. And God is like, am I not better? How can you literally hear from God and walk away sad? Unless you value more what he told you to give up than him himself. Are y'all feeling me? So I don't want this... If we go on a, a literal fast and I give you if we go or consecrate, oh, oh God, we got to go. Why are we walking away sorrowful? We on consecration. I'm not eating until three feet. You're so sorrowful. As if the sacrifice is not worth it. Okay. Okay. I mean, let me just get out of here. Let me get out of here. He had much possessions. It's not fun for God to tell you to give up or sell everything you've worked for. I'm not talking about little job. I mean, every relationship you work for, you call them every night to make sure y'all tight. Y'all text every day to make, you invested time. You invested energy. You invested your thoughts. You invested your ideas. You invested your creativity. Some of us invested our bodies. And God is saying, give it up. We want to walk away just as sad. But God is saying, am I not? Yeah, I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I hear y'all. Jesus said, man, how hard is it for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God? As, as he's walking away, he didn't, say, oh, no. he didn't stop him. He was like, man, it's hard for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to inherit the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is like the ways of God. So it's impossible to walk in the ways of God if you value your ways. Rich people like things their way. Rich people love things their way. So it's hard for them to enter into another way. You might not be rich financially, but you could be rich in ego. It got quiet to my left. Let me go to my right. You could be rich in pride. You could be rich in arrogance to the point where it's hard for you to flow in the ways of God because you got your own way. You got your own swag. You got your own will. But Jesus even said, nevertheless, not my will. Oh God, help me. But thy will be done because you are better to me than 10 sons. So they said, everybody, he said, it's easier for a cow to go through the eye of a needle. I'm not going to explain that because we're going to go home. And they said, well, who could be saved? He said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things. Can I just stop right here and encourage you and say, with God, all things <laughs> are possible. Not just the thing you're going through, not just the thing you're in. All things are possible with God. Look at your neighbor and say, that thing too. <laughs> so he walked away very sad and they said who then can be saved and Jesus uh, and Peter said this here we go I'm closing this is my first closing and I'm not saying that <laughs> Peter said look we left everything we had and followed you we surrendered. We gave it up. And we followed you. Jesus said, listen to this, y'all. This is God's response to your surrender. I tell you the truth. Everyone who has left his house, wife, brothers, parents, or children for God's kingdom will get... I he said, you'll get much more than you left. You're going to get much more than you surrendered. You're going to get much more than you sacrificed. God said, I'm not going to let you outgive me. I'm going to bless you in this city. Bless you in the field. Bless you when you come. Bless you when you go. 
He told me like this on this scripture. He said, tell them, I will never waste your surrender. Tell your neighbor, he's not going to waste your surrender. Your surrender will release new realms of wisdom and understanding. Creativity and vision. If you feel like you kind of capped off and vision or y'all can play. I'm, I'm, I'm more kind of flowing. I'm not like giving a lesson. I'm kind of flowing. If you feel like capped off and you're trying to figure something out. You're trying to like figure it out on your own, on your own and you're pushing this way. God has said push this way. Your surrender releases you to a realm of new wisdom, new understanding, new creativity, and new vision. If you're bored with something or you're bored with, a, especially I'm talking about spouses or, or whatever, surrender something and God will give you new vision in that area. Most people who have capped off are not surrendering something. Have you ever seen somebody so talented, but they only made it like this far? They sing better than anybody on TV, period. But they only made it this far. You only see them at the airport. God's going to fix it. Yes, he will. God's going to do it. Yes, he will. Never mind. Talented people don't get elevated. Surrendered people do. So stop being so frustrated. I, I do hair better than her. I do this better than them. I, don't be frustrated. Surrender. Y'all quiet. The Bible says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. Is anybody ready to go higher this morning? Live. I'm trying to figure out who I'm talking to. Is anybody ready to go higher this morning? Here we go. Because of the surrender, the surrender is an expression of your fear and honor of him. Your surrender is an expression of your fear of God and your honor of him. In the secret place, our posture should not only be like this, and I've been describing it like this a couple of weeks, and it's another chair here, and you know, you kind of like, let me move up in the light. We say the posture is like this and God is partnering with you on your life. He's partnering with you on your life. The surrender should actually look like this, the secret place. I can't hear y'all for some reason. This is what your secret place should look like. God is on the throne. You are on your face. If you are surrendered to God in the secret place, your outer court will look differently. Your decisions will look differently. Your thoughts will look differently. Your options will look differently if your posture is... How do you view God in your heart? How do you view God in the secret place? How do you feel about God that nobody knows? I'm not talking about that corny, religious, God is good all the time and all the time. God, no. How do you think about God in your secret Do you fear him? Ain't no way I'm about to do that out there. Because I got an answer to you in here. Live, y'all not here today. Let me let y'all go. There's no way I'm going to do anything I want to do out there because I got an answer to you in here. So if I got to surrender in here, I might as well surrender out there. Even. I'm done. Our lives are capped off. You don't went as far as you could go. And that's on purpose. 
Otherwise, you will build a tower all the way to heaven just to give yourself glory. So God comes down and stops the building project. Tower of Babel, he stops it. You building your own life outside of him, he caps it off. You building your relationships outside of him, at some point, he caps it off and it could go no further. You want to go further? You got to get lower. I bind the old us. I reached a creative cap. I reached a spiritual cap. I reached a, a, a moral cap. I, I, I'm like, come on, God. I usually pray and I usually... God said, surrender some things. My wife tells me all the time, the way we should raise our children, don't just beat them and punish Don't beat them and... You know, not just reprimand them that way, but studies say you should take things from them. <laughs> no Labor Day for y'all tomorrow. <laughs> just remove things from them, little by little, and it'll align them to honor and respect you. Don't make the Father take things from you. Give it up. It hurts when he takes it. It hurts when he removes it and you're so attached. It hurts when he strips it from you and part of you goes with it. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And the things he removed, we can't even get ourselves together. You got to go to the shrink. You got to go to a council. You got to, because part of you left with something you should have been surrendered. And God is saying, I'm so sick of getting pieces of you. I'm not trying to tear you apart. I'm trying to tear it apart from you. And I'm sick of ripping you with the dysfunction. I don't want separate yourself. Surrender. Live. God told me to surrender. I immediately started surrendering. Since Wednesday, am I not better? Am I not better? From the biggest things to the smallest things, like I started unfollowing people. That's the small. Like, because I knew I followed them because they cute. Okay, look at y'all. But you got a wife. I, I know I got a wife. Wife doesn't blind you, though. Yeah, all husbands keep it. Y'all ain't going to say yeah because your wife right next to you. And women, too. Husbands don't blind you from attraction to other men. It don't mean you act on it, but it don't mean you don't see it. But I'm like, if I don't have to see it, why do I choose to? Y'all are not going to keep it I'm going to come in here and pour my soul out every week. Y'all just going to be like, yeah. are you out your mind? This is real life right here. He didn't come that we might have church. He came that we might have life and that more abundantly. I got a question for you this morning. Is anybody ready for life more abundantly? Stop living your life capped off. I'm done. If you find a limit in creativity on your job, you're an entrepreneur, in your relationship, I can't figure him out, I can't figure her out, and not just boo, boo, but friends, friends, cousins, cousins, mom, dad. If there's, if there's a blockage, or if there's a wall in your life, God is saying surrender. When you, I, I was trying to get an illustration, but it's kind of like if you're in a, Let's say a, a, a small pool or a tub. If you put something big in there, the lower it goes, the higher the water. Let's say a bathtub, right? When you sit in the water, the water, the lower you go, the higher the, the higher the water rises. I know it's a corny illustration. I was trying to figure out something, but I couldn't think of anything past that. You get in a, sometimes I get in the tub and it's hot. So the water only rises this much because it's too hot for me. It's too much for me. I don't want to give that up. God is saying submerge. <laughs> God is telling you this morning, submerge. Go deeper. Go lower. Surrender more. And when you do that, the water rises. Oh, you can go a little bit lower and the water rises. Oh, you can go a little bit lower and the water rises. Pretty soon you'll be in overflow. Anybody ready for overflow?
closing right now. I'm calling us all to a September of surrender. All month, we surrender. Our posture will be like this in our secret place towards him. It's not to make an announcement. You know I gave up smoking. You know I get uh, 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 in your secret place. Y'all quiet now because we so want to be celebrated. You shouldn't be celebrated for order. You're supposed to present your body a living sacrifice. That's not nothing to throw a parade about. That's your reasonable service. Surrender. Thoughts. Relationships. And watch the power of God begin to fill the places where you gave up. When you start emptying the shelves, he fills it with him. When you start cleaning out the closets, he fills it with him. There are no voids when you surrender. Sometimes we fear giving things up because we think we'll be left empty. Soon as you throw it out, he fills it with him. I've been hearing God so much more clearly since Wednesday. And every time another thought comes or a contrary feeling comes, am I not better? He's cleaning me out. Liv, I'm sorry to gather all of y'all here this morning only to tell you what God is doing in my life. I normally don't do that. I usually give you a lesson. I give you a word. I give you a revelation. But I had to come share today. Because even at live, we're reaching a cap in our praise and in our worship. I just feel it like, hey, we get to a certain level, but I'm like, man, we can go far. We can get to a place where everybody's on their face. We can get to a place where everybody's so full, we just like this. We got that shit. We get so full of the joy of the Lord, we can just be like, ha, 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 and laughing at each other, drunk in the spirit. There's another level we're going to reach and live in the area of the spirit, but it's not going to come with a guest artist. It's not going to come with a guest preacher. It's not going to come with a revival. It's going to come with a surrender. You want more of God? Start living with less of you. He said, can you come here, love, so they know I'm really closing. He said to Joshua, see, they were at the wall. Well, I thought it was one more scripture up there. Okay. They were at the wall of Jericho. And they had a blockage. They was capped off. They were ready to go into the promised land. How many of y'all are ready to go into the promises of God? The wall was shut up. I'm not going to talk about that. I'll do it Wednesday. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, see, I have given you the city. Oof. I want to give y'all a God's tone. He wasn't like, see, I'll give you the city. Because they didn't have it yet. They were standing outside of the city and God was commanding them, see. See beyond your current circumstance. See beyond your current blockages. I command you this morning to see. Jesus healed more blinded eyes than anything else. I command the scales to fall off of your eyes this morning. I want you to see you in your next. This surrender is not so we can have a better atmosphere at live. This surrender is not just to get you humble and that's it. This surrender is to get you into a promised place. Because there's a next you waiting to happen. Did you hear what I said? There's a next you waiting to happen. There's, he knows the plans that he has for your life and you haven't reached it yet. You capped off. You were on your way but you capped off. God sees what he planned for your life and you ain't there yet. Y'all giving me some resistance. Anybody in here, do you know you're not there yet? 
Who could be honest with me in my last five minutes and say, I know I ain't there yet. I know I ain't. I'm not where I used to be. Let's praise God that we're not where we used to be. But the reality is, I'm still not there yet. What kept you off? Dishonesty? Surrender that. Lying? Surrender that. Addictions? Surrender that. Sexual immorality? Surrender that. Oh, I... What kept you off? You're, you're about to become what he made you to be. Why did you stop? What stunted your growth? Surrender it! So you can become. See. See. Look in the mirror and see the woman of God he called you to be. Look in the mirror and see the man of God he called you to be. And fight to be that. He said, see. Everybody stand and thank y'all for coming today. I see you the way you, you see me. I see you the way you, you see me. I see me the way you. All right. Okay. He says, see it my way. Look at this city as yours. Because if you don't see it as yours, you won't fight for it. That's where I'm going Wednesday. When you see the land as yours, you'll fight to possess it. When you see the next you as you, you'll fight to become it. Is anybody ready to go to the next level in here? You got to fight to become it. You got to fight to possess it. And it starts with a surrender. I'm not bragging, but I pray more. Since Wednesday. I'm not bragging, but I hear more. I'm not bragging, but I read more. Because I surrender so much, I didn't realize how much time I had. You got so much time. You got so much time. You got so much time. You got time to pray. You got time to read. You got time to seek Him. You got time to praise. You got time to surrender. You got time to surrender. You got the time. We just fill the time with things that are not better than him. See. Live, I command you to see your next level. See your next level. And if you don't see it, seek him and he'll show you in your secret place. Father, I pray for everyone in this building right now that our eyes be open. That I, Everybody open your eyes on this prayer. I got it. I know religiously we bow and we, that's cool. I'd rather you bow in your secret place than bow in public. Unless he asks you. So everybody keep your eyes open. Let's, God, I pray that you open our eyes and that we see ourselves the way you... Hold on, 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 hold on. I heard something. Oh, God never sees us on the way. He sees us already there. Do you hear what I said? That's why every time you speak to him, he speaks from where you should end up. Because all he sees is he sees your end from the beginning. That's why the word of God is important because he'll always speak what you're becoming. So Father, I pray that we see ourselves the way you see us. And anything that does not align themselves with who we now see we are, we surrender it. In our secret place, our posture is kneeled before you. And in our outward performance, we reflect obedience to you. From this day forth, the first day of the ninth month nine one one nine wow. I call for a state of emergency 
9119. Harvest beginning, beginning harvest. Nine represents the number of harvest. Harvest beginning, beginning harvest. God said this is the double beginning of your Do y'all hear what God is saying? He's saying, I'm giving you another chance to reap your harvest in here. Is anybody excited about reaping the harvest? I gotta go. I hear him, I hear him again. He said, even when you he said, even when you reap a harvest, you gotta get low. In the Bible, they had to get low and reap the sheaves and the crops. When you reap, you gotta stoop down. So even to reap, you got to get low. So how many of you are ready to reap this morning? I'm sorry, I keep talking. I can, I, I just. So Father, we thank you for your spirit in the name of Jesus. And we pray that as we align ourselves with your word, we will see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. We want your glory. We want your spirit. We want your power. We want more of you. Nothing is better than you. No one is better than you. In the name of Jesus. If you agree with that prayer, clap your hands and say amen. amen. All right. Again, I, I'm sorry for bringing my personal devotion to y'all this morning. But I was studying and studying and studying. And I was, I was capped off. Is anybody ready to have a September to remember in here? I can't hear no excitement. Is anybody ready to live the best September you ever lived in your life? Is anybody ready to surrender to September? <laughs> I love that, that you can scream when I say, are you ready to surrender? And you scream and shout because you understand what your surrender will yield to your life. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.